everybody, and welcome to Brick by Brick. I am your host, Emily Verbecki, and today we have Eric Worley, who is the president of the Greater Albion Chamber of Commerce and the Visitors Bureau. So he wears a variety of hats every single day that he comes into work. And I know that Eric just recently celebrated kind of a one-year anniversary with the Chamber, um, which congratulations um, on, on that first year being under your belt. But I was curious, tell us a little bit about your Albion story. How are you connected to Albion? How did you come to Albion? What is your Albion story so far? Well, it feels like with most people, my connection is with the college. Uh, my wife got a job teaching in the communication studies department uh, back in 2015, and so that's what kind of brought us um, down from the Upper Peninsula. She was teaching at Lake Superior State at the time and was looking for a little more enriching opportunity um, and a little more diverse community, and so Albion popped up, and through some connections she had through grad school, um, she heard of Albion College and came down and interviewed, and I came with her, and um, Mary Slater at the Albion Heritage B&B drove me around while Katie was interviewing and showed me the city and we both kind of fell in love immediately and decided if she were offered a job that we would take it in a heartbeat. So uh, we've been here a little over three years. We're homeowners now. We bought a home a little over a year ago. So we've now planted our roots here in Albion and we could not be happier. So it sounds like Mary Slater kind of knew from the get-go that it had to be sort of a sell on both sides, um, that uh, everybody had to be on board to be here in Albion, and we should make sure to like get her her tour around. If it if it sold you guys on it, then maybe it'll she sell it on be, other yeah, people. The, the official unofficial tour guide <laughs> for Albion people coming in. So. Um, and just in the three years, just from what she showed me back then to how the city looks now is just drastically different. Yeah. Well, and that, you know, leads right into to my next question is just what are some of the projects or initiatives that you've been most recently working on um, in your, your role as, um, as kind of head of the chamber um, or other things that you're involved in? What have you been working on? So when I started, the consensus around was that the the chamber had been not doing really enough lately. And so I was kind of lucky enough that I could build the chamber back up from the ground up and implement some new programs and tidy up some things and make things a little more efficient. And so there are obviously things I didn't want to get rid of. We kept going with the eggs and issues. Um, we obviously were been the stewards of the Festival of the Forks for this is the 52nd year now and it started with the chamber. And so we kept things like that going. We didn't obviously want to do away with things that people loved and had been going on for a long time. And so the last year has been mostly maintaining those things that have been going well and what people liked. And then slowly behind the scenes, starting to build up newer programs and get some things ready to go. So um, hopefully in 2019, we can start some different networking opportunities. Um, things like business after five or business after hours, something like that, networking so people can get to know who's in the community. Because I feel like sometimes the reaction is to quickly like, oh, I need to go get something or I need a service done or I need a product. I'm going to go to Jackson. I'm going to go to Battle Creek. I'm going to go outside of the community. And I think if people just knew more who was in Albion, they'd be more apt to stay in town and do things more locally rather than quickly going out to a bigger community. Because we, we're small, but we have a lot to offer here. So getting more people involved in promoting themselves and give them opportunities for advertising or being involved in exit issues and stuff like that. So, And then one of the things that um, is helping that is our brand new hotel 
being able to offer um, us some more revenue to dump right back into the community. So um, with that accommodation tax coming in, we can uh, make the Festival of the Forks bigger. We can make Albina Globe bigger. And then we can look at new events. Um, it seems like Fet de la Musique is a um, summer program that's starting to pick back up in Albion. And so being able to make that a bigger event, all just focused on getting people to know about Albion. Mm -hmm. So taking care of our people that are here already, plus advertising us to the community and saying, hey, come check out what's going on in Albion. Come here, make it your own, put down roots just like my wife and I did, and just continue that line of stories of people seeing Albion for the first time, falling in love, and then staying here. So it sounds like that's part of what your two hats is, is that, you know, you service businesses here in the area on in the greater Albion area to help them be successful. And some businesses are, you know, B2B businesses, but others are business to consumer businesses, B2C businesses. And then with your tourism work, you know, that's a part of that, that dual role. It sounds like part of what the chamber does is those um, tourism pieces mm -hmm. and then also the B2C and B2B businesses making sure that you that you can help with tourism to go beyond what they're yep. currently doing. Yeah, so it's, it's two very different hats, but they both kind of run parallel lines. So like I said, it's making sure the businesses that are currently here are taken care of and they have all the opportunities to be successful as possible, whether it's um, lighting surveys, something small like that that can help them save some money on their LED lighting, or if it's labor law posters, or if it's the opportunity to network with other businesses, like creating those events where they can meet other business owners. So if um, there's an up-and-coming business that's looking to get a loan, they might be in the same room as someone like Scott Evans from Homestead Savings Bank or Jennifer Blodgett from Blue Ox, and they can start to make those connections with people that can help them become more successful. And then at the same time with the tourism part is you want to make Albion a great place for people to come and live because that will draw some of those companies as well. If they can see Albion as a thriving community that – has a good um, like outdoor recreation scene for their families to come take part of and there's stuff to do, they might be more willing to relocate maybe a branch of their operation to Albion because they'll know that their employees' families will be taken care of. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be moving to some desolate place where there's nothing going on and the families are going to be bored and the wife's going to want to move or the husband's want to get a job someplace else. It creates the opportunity that they can live, work, play, stay, do everything right in one location. And it helps Albion being on 94 because it's a very strategic location with Detroit right down the highway, Chicago the other way, Lansing just north of us, Ann Arbor. Like, we're this nice little hub that you can live a cool, quiet, comfortable life at a more of a slower pace. But then if you want some of the bigger things that Albion obviously can't offer, we don't have Walmarts, we don't have Lowe's or things like that, but they can take a short drive and go get that and still have those amenities of a bigger city life but live the nice quiet more personal life here in Albion so it's kind of juggling those two like those two hats like I said it's two different hats but they kind of are the same color yeah and they kind of complement each other um, certainly so it sounds like in 2019 you got a lot kind of that you're looking at and and, and plans that kind of been in place what would you say that you're most excited about um, for 2019 on the chamber side of it, we're really excited about updating our website and making it more um, user-friendly for our members. Because right now our website's kind of just there, just has some information on it. It's not very dynamic. It's not very user-friendly. So we're looking to um, implement some software that will give each individual member more control over their listing. 
So you wouldn't have to contact me to update a phone number or an address or business hours. You would have your own login that you could change all that on the fly. You could add your own business-to-business deals program. You can post jobs. Um, You could submit events to the chamber calendar. So like all the chamber members, if they were doing like kids and stuff, if they were having their free day or Sterling Books and Brew is doing a music event, they can just submit it right to the chamber calendar. All I have to do is just click approve and that's it. I don't have to retype in everything that gets sent to me. It gives more of the ownership to the members and kind of gives them more control over what their listing is. Um, And also makes it easier for people to get the list of the members because as we're starting to grow out to more and more businesses they want to introduce themselves more they want to send out a flyer or send out an email um, the members can say like yes you can share my email with other businesses or anything or you can be on a mailing list um, we can get that information to businesses easier so then they can promote their uh, services or or products without having to wait necessarily for an eggs and issues or a business after hour. It gives kind of a lot of ownership to the businesses to be more involved in the community. And so um, chamber-wise, that's the biggest thing we're going to be able to do, make our website more dynamic. And then for the tourism part, we're just looking to keep expanding on the events that we have. We're looking to make festival a really big three-day event. We're looking to do um, the Cardboard Classic, making it just that one event into a full-fledged Winterfest event with the Cardboard Classic being a part of it. Um, obviously, Albion Glow is a, a pretty successful event recently that we're looking to, as we do these things year after year, keep making them bigger, making them bigger, making them better. Um, so really focusing on what we have currently in place right now and really shoring those up first, and then we can start to expand into doing um, some different types of events, whether they're food related or music, that kind of seems to be the two big galvanizing event types. If you can bring in people and have some food for them or some music or some art, those seem to be what people are gravitating towards now. So getting those in as well, um, and then continuing to help grow our outdoor recreation scene. Uh, we've got a trailhead that should be going in hopefully in 2019, maybe by, uh, 2020, um, just South of town here. Um, They'll be the trailhead for all the trails that come through Albion. So really starting to lean into the outdoor recreation scene. Um, a couple of conferences I've gone to, they've really harped that the millennial population being the biggest right now, their main focus is cost efficient entertainment tourism options. So they don't want to go stay at resorts. They want to go camping. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go to places where they're going to spend a lot of money. So if they can just have their equipment, their tents, their um, boots, their snowshoes, whatever it is, and then just go someplace where they can have a nice place to set up shop, put a tent in, or if they want to stay in a hotel, but be able to do all that stuff around. So helping with our uh, biking and hiking trails. I know your dad's an avid biker, so Mm -hmm. making him happy with some uh, updated trail signage and stuff like that. So really focusing on those things that people want. It's getting the trails cleaned up. It's getting some signage. It's um, maybe expanding the Run Albion series. Like maybe we can get Albion positioned as a really big recreation center that might bring more runners in. That might bring bikers in potentially. I know there's talks of a brewery to brewery half marathon between here and Marshall. So really leaning into those opportunities where the infrastructure is there. It's just how do we promote it? Right. And it seems like I get the sense that experiences are, you know, what a lot more people are are looking for. It's not, um, you know, sometimes it's 
shopping kind of experience, um, but even um, in even in gift giving, you know, the experiences and kind of experiences that you can provide to others or gift to others. So if we focus some of our efforts on making sure that somebody has a great experience here in Albion, if they come in camp, what are all the things that they can come do? Or if they do prefer to stay in the hotel or, or in one of our B&Bs that the there's- Glamping as they call yes, it. Yes, yes, some <laughs> glamping, um, you know, that they still have, you know, other experiences that they enjoy um, and, and can remember those um, those events that they did or, or whatnot. That's the sense that I get. Yeah, yeah, you can get a t-shirt from anywhere. You can order things online, but the t-shirt will mean more if you got it when you went on a family vacation. Like you stop and you get your t-shirt from Pure Albion or you get your Sterling t-shirt or you come here and you see a movie at the Bone. Like you remember those types of things a lot more. Like if it has a story behind it, it helps. And so that's what I want to try to help with um, the rest of our businesses and organizations in town is just really help with that experience making. So when people do walk away, like they're ready to come back soon. Like I had a great time in Albion. Like I can't wait for next summer we're going to come back. or I can't wait for the next festival. And people start marking their calendars years out. Like, okay, I remember this time of year, got to come to Albion and race my cardboard sled because last year I didn't win. So this year I'm going <laughs> to win and make it better. So just kind of getting people um, with the way like urban sprawl is happening, small towns like ours are in a unique position to offer something that you're not going to get from a Grand Rapids or a Kalamazoo or even someplace like a Battle Creek. Like we have that cool little small town experience that both helps for tourism and for people looking to relocate to someplace a little more quieter and a little more, um, I want to say friendlier, because you can get friendly people in Battle Creek and big right. cities like that. But um, being Midwesterners, we're pretty friendly. And so the smaller the town, I feel like the more friendly people are. And so walking up and down Superior Street and people, I've talked to people who said, yeah, just here for a couple hours at the Secretary of State and standing outside waiting for my number to be called and five people walked by and said hello to me <laughs> don't know who they are don't know where they're from but they just want to stop by and say hello so um, really helping build those experiences for people and I think we have a, a good group of people in town myself included and um, people like you with Pure Albion and Brick Street involved really focused on making those experiences happen yeah I, I get the sense too that um that there's, you know, there's been some recent news articles and, and things about that uh, what's going on at Albion or, or or future plans in Albion. So people are starting to hear Albion's name, I think, a little bit more often, even if they don't have, they might know that the college is here, but they may be hearing it in other places or in conversation with family or relatives. So if they're starting to hear things about Albion, but they haven't maybe gone digging to know all that Albion has to offer, if you had the opportunity to tell them one thing that they should know about Albion, um, what would that be? Ooh, one thing to know about Albion. I think I explained to you before is that Albion will will love you to death. Albion will grab onto you and kind of get as much as they can out of you. So if you show any interest in helping Albion, like we will gladly take it and we will will for a better term use you for all we can get out of you. <laughs> um, it's just we're we're a passionate group of people here, and I kind of I, I say we because I, now I feel like I'm not from here, but I feel like I'm here now and kind of choosing to be here sometimes is carries a lot of weight as well as just as being from here. So 
um, I like to kind of now comment as a, I'm, I am an Albionite now that um, we're passionate people and we are just ready to get involved with stuff and we're enthusiastic and we're we've been kind of kicked for a while now and now we're kind of got back on our feet and we're ready to really start scrapping for our place in the whatever whatever you're kind of thinking of, whether it's place in the tourism industry and in the business industry and in just kind of the the all-American city type place, like we think, why not us? Why not Albion? Why can't we be that destination that people come to? So if we're if I'm meeting someone, my 30-second elevator pitch to, to someone would be uh, we've kind of got a little bit for everyone, whether you like sports, the arts, music, food, if you have small kids, if you like history, if you like outdoor recreation, like we've got a little bit of everything. And if you come check us out, you'll find out so much more. So if you come here just wanting outdoor recreation, you're going to fall in love with our movie theater. Your kids are going to fall in love with kids and stuff. You're going to um, have a great time checking out a football game or basketball or something like that at the college. Like we have so many things that you can come make Albion your own and build that whole experience around it. Yeah, it's almost like if you come to Albion, there's always something else you're going to fall in love with. In- come for A, and we'll get you with B and C and D. Like you'll think you're only coming here to go to the brewery, or only coming here to check out the kids' museum. And then once you're here, that's when we'll show you everything else we have going on. So I know probably in your job description it says like always positive about you know what you're working on, but. I think we all honestly know that there are our challenges in in any of our work and in any you know communities that are working hard to to make a path forward and not just sit on the side of the road and you know and let it let it go. Um, what what keeps you up at night or, or what what worries you or what what's what's a concern for you um for Albion now or in the the coming years like if if you wanted to start having a conversation about something that you were concerned about what what would that be well i found that now that i have this job i do stay up a lot thinking about work i used to have jobs where i was 9 to 5 and once 5 o'clock came around i didn't think about work again until the next morning um, but definitely in this position as president and CEO, um, I do find myself constantly thinking about Albion. And I think it's missed opportunities, I think, is the thing that comes to mind where that's what keeps me up. Like, are we doing enough? Like, are we seizing every opportunity we can to go after some grant funding, to go after a project, to get in the vent here, to really... Like, are we doing enough? And so with things like the Big Albion plan going on and the excitement behind that, but also the uphill battle to get the funding for it, like, are we, are we going to be able to capitalize on these dreams and goals? Or are we going to find ourselves in five years with a couple cool things that have happened, but then we're kind of right back in the same place? Like, we have so much forward momentum going on right now that it would be literally heartbreaking to see us not reach that potential that I think everyone that at least is in town here and some people outside of town that know Albion can also feel. Like you talk to people in Marshall and Battle Creek and Homer and Jackson, like they know what's going on because they're so close to us. And they, and they, 
I think they they would feel the same way. They feel like Albion's got this great position to be this cool little city, and if they looked over and saw their neighbors in a couple of years not where they wanted to be, it hurts them as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, as, as we do better, Homer does better, Marshall does better, Battle Creek does better, and the same thing, like, we do better when they, so, like, it hurts everyone if we don't succeed, and it helps everyone if we do. And so if we can't, as a county, as a community, as whatever, really pull together and help get some of these projects up and running and really make sure that when we're talking to state legislators, we're bringing up what's going on and we're constantly in people's minds, then if we're not talking, if we're not talking to them, do we get forgotten and then in five years we're not around? And we'll still be around, but like, are we not who we want to be in five years? Do you get the sense that surrounding communities are are rooting for Albion? That they they are hopeful and um, want us to be successful with some of these plans that we have, and and really want us to come together as a community to reach some of these goals that we have set for ourselves. I do. In uh, in the little over a year I've been here, I've been able to make some good connections with some different communities, with Homer, Marshall, and Battle Creek, and even some over in Jackson. And while we are all different communities, we all are moving in the same direction. I mean, if we can offer a lot going on here, maybe that inspires someone in Homer to start a brand new festival. Or if we can piggyback off something that Jackson just did or Battle Creek, then why can't we do that here as well? Part of what uh, I've been taught with some of my chamber executives that I meet with is um, we call stealing ideas just research and development. So if we can see Battle Creek doing something or some of our uh, my colleagues over in Tecumseh, Adrian area, Three Rivers, Sturgis, if I can see them doing something that is successful, then we can do that here. And so then they do the same thing. If they see some of our events happening that are working, um, that only helps them as well. So we're... Uh, we're we're not so big that we're competing. It's not like we're Chicago competing against New York, competing against LA. I mean, we're all kind of in this county together, and as the county does better, then we all do better. Um, and even I, I'll include Jackson County into that as well because we're right kind of next door to each other. Um, that I know, Homer Village Manager Art Kale. He's very supportive of what's going on in Albion, and he's always over here. Um, Richard Lindsay from Oaklawn over in Marshall, he's very invested in what's going on over here in Albion. So um, there's people that are outside this community that care just as much about Albion as the people inside the community. So um, I do feel a lot of support that I don't think gets publicized enough. I think that you see some of these people at different events, you might not know who they are, or you might think that they're there just for political reasons, just to be seen. But there's people who care about Albion almost as much as they care about their own communities, and they do want to see us succeed. Like, no one wants to see a town go under. Like, no one wants to see Albion back in the mid to late 2000s when it was kind of down at the bottom. Um, it's always good to see communities like this rising up and being a part of something bigger. And then we do more stuff with Homer. We do stuff with Marshall. We have these collaborative things going on. So if both communities are really thriving, then you can do more stuff back and forth that helps both communities. So... Um, I see a lot of support. Um, I would hope that the people who aren't supportive of other communities kind of step outside of the silo and look and see what's going on. Um, I'm a very big proponent of unity and collaboration and 
doing stuff both with different entities in the city as well as doing stuff with different communities as well. So um, one thing we like to promote are our community breakfast that we have going on. So Albion has eggs and issues. Homer has the all-in breakfast. And Marshall has what's brewing. And at every one, we get up and we talk about each other's breakfast. And we want to say, hey, if you want to know what's going on on the east side of the county, go to all these different breakfasts. Go over to Homer. Homer's doing crazy things with their breakfast. They have bands that come in and they have guest speakers that come in. Um, Marshall's are at a bunch of crazy locations. They were in a farm recently in a barn, I think. So, um, so they kind of make me want to step my game up and do a little more with our breakfast in the morning. So now I have to book bands now and I need to make it a whole full fledged event every month. So, but it's that kind of friendly rivalry competitiveness that helps move everyone forward. And then the end result is we're all successful. So, um, I look forward to keep working with those different communities as, as we build not only our individual communities forward, but also the whole east side of the county here as well. So last question for you. Yes. Obviously, a lot of people probably see you around town um, in your role as uh, chamber president and um, with the Visitors Bureau. But if you're not wearing that hat and somebody encountered you around town, what would they find you doing? What is something that you enjoy doing uh, outside of work? I love the BOEM. Uh, that was one of the first places Katie and I fell in love with when we got here because up in Sault Ste. Marie, we have a historic old theater that is just now starting to be revitalized and repurposed again. Um, they had a multiplex come in and kill the small community theater, and then the multiplex is gone now. So now they're starting to try to build back up the smaller theater. So I love going to see movies at the Boehm. I think it's one of the prettiest theaters you could find in definitely the state, if not the region. Um, I'm just now getting more into doing stuff on campus. Um, we went last night to see the uh, Euphonics um, acapella performance, and we were starting to go to more Albion College uh, sporting events and seeing different things going on there. Um, that's one of the biggest things I think people aren't necessarily aware of is everything that's going on on Albion College's campus. And the same thing, I don't think the campus really knows what's going on in the community. So one of the things I'm going to try to do more of is help with that promotion of events between um, the two entities, so to say, town and gown. Um, but yeah, I, I love going to the Boehm. I love hanging out at the brewery and tasting some of our local products there um, and just being out and about. Like some of it is I go to things because it's technically part of my job, but um, I would do those things anyway. I would go to uh, Sterling for different things. I would check out what's going on at Pure Albion. I would go to um, fundraisers at Kids and Stuff and things like that just because there's so many cool things that go on in town that if you're bored in Albion, you're not looking at what's here. There's so many fun things to do. So and it, it's going to keep getting better with the trailhead coming in. That's gonna, I'm a runner, so that'll allow me to kind of have some more trails to run on. Um, so yeah, so if you if you see me out, I'm either running or I'm sitting down in the boom watching something. Excellent. So it sounds like you find a nice balance between being active and then relaxing some. So that's yeah, great. Very active and very sedentary and not moving <laughs> at all. Well, again, Eric, I really appreciate you taking time to talk to us. Um, and me. yeah, and we'll I'm sure we'll have more conversations um, throughout the season and in upcoming seasons just to hear what new things are happening, what you're working on, what you're most excited about. So I'm looking forward to hearing and seeing everything that 
that you work on in 2019. So thank you very much. No problem. Thank you. Thank you again for listening to Brick by Brick. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can also find the podcast on SoundCloud, um, which you can get to on your computer or your phone. Um, Again, we're having these episodes be short conversations just so that you can hear what's going on in and around Albion. And uh, until next time, we'll see you around town.